Tarek Ramadan is a Swiss Muslim academic. He is a philosopher and writer. He's a professor of contemporary Islamic studies at Oxford University. He's Time Magazine has listed him as one of the seven religious innovators of the 21st century, one of the 100 most influential people in the world. He's offered over 30 books and written hundreds of articles. Welcome, Tariq. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, excited to have you on. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Uh, look, I'm uh, uh, I'm teaching. I'm teaching uh, contemporary Islamic studies, uh, researching as well, and writing books, uh, mainly around three, of course, uh, connected to uh, Islam, but not only, also to philosophy and to uh, uh, social concerns. So mainly what uh, interests me is, is really to write about uh, the fundamentals within the Islamic tradition, meaning that I am, you know, faithful to the principles and the texts, but I also think that we have to renew our understanding, our interpretations. So the renewal is more about how do we read the texts uh, uh, in the light of new contexts, not only the West, by the way, but whatever. So, so if we are talking about transhumanism today, you can't just rely on text and think that it's going to answer or to address your questions. So this is one field. The second field is uh, uh, about Muslims in majority Muslim countries, meaning how do we deal with minorities and how do we expect to deal with people who are not sharing our concerns? So this is our, our beliefs within our societies. And, and this is why I refuse to call these countries Muslim countries. I call them Muslim majority countries. And the difference is, 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 is huge in our understanding. And of course, I have been dealing with uh, Western Muslims and the new challenges that we are facing. This is on one side, and the second is really about intercultural, uh, interfaith dialogues, philosophy. It's also something which is important for me. And, and, and issues about ecology and ethics, these are all fields that I'm trying to cover because I, I really think that it's, in fact, I'm against anything which has to do with fragmented knowledge. I think that transdisciplinary approach is essential for everything. Appreciate that. What is an example of a Muslim majority country that you were referencing? Any country, for example, Egypt or uh, Senegal or uh, even Saudi Arabia. So even, you know, where you have 99% or, or 95% of Muslims, I, I I think that it's only a majority. You can't just govern uh, without taking into account minorities and their beliefs if they have or if they don't. So I, I really think that this is essential. And we have been used in our tradition to speak about the Islamic world versus the 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 West or the, the non-Muslim countries, as if when we are in majorities, our our country and when we are in minority we are sharing the space i think that that's unfair and it's wrong because this understanding that when you are a majority you are more faithful to your principles if this would have been true this would have been known and it's not for example i'm an opponent opponent to saudi arabia by saying this is a dictatorship there is you know they are yes uh, the guardian of the, the 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 sacred spaces but the way they are dealing with the people the way they are dealing with women the way Way they are dealing with even migrants it's unacceptable so this is a muslim majority countries betraying 
the very Islamic principles. And I think that we have to be very, very clear on this when it comes to our voice. And especially if you live in the West, if I am experiencing freedom in the West, it's not to be quiet when my brothers and sisters in Islam or, or in humanity are facing uh, 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 discriminations. And, and I'm saying this not only for Muslims, I'm saying this for Christians and for Jews and for uh, Buddhists and Hindus uh, uh, or people who have no religion. I think that victims are victims no matter what. And how is that message received? <laughs> You're asking the question because <laughs> you get a sense that it's not liked uh, by it's it's you know it's liked by all the victims because I I I don't agree with any selective approach you know I'm not going to support Muslims because they are they are victims and and, and differentiate between them and and Tibetans for example I was uh, 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 you know struggling for the Tibetan rights I went to uh, uh, meet the Dalai Lama I stayed there uh, three weeks just to understand and this is uh, I wanted to understand and understand same side uh, on the same way I was supporting Mandela when nobody was talking about him in the in the the 80s saying that the, the discrimination towards black people and, and towards uh, uh, black uh, South African people is unacceptable so I think that you are in between so you are supporting the victims everywhere so you don't you don't please your own people, so to speak, when they are sharing your religion, saying, "Oh, you know what? We Muslims we have to support Muslims." I know we Muslims who have to support humanity and you have to support the victims. And on the other side, of course, dictators and dictatorships, they don't like this. So this is a stand that I, I want to have everywhere. And at the same time, without forgetting the fundamentals, I say, okay, principles are here to be known and to be understood. And Islam is helping us to to promote them, and 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 this is why I'm always saying, you know what? Uh, if you talk about monotheisms and 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 even Buddhism and Hinduism, I don't think that these are spiritualities and religions uh, of peace. That's too easy. They are for peace, which is completely different. Of peace meaning, oh, you know, we are peaceful. And and and, and once again, look at uh, our common history and you will see that we are not people of peace. That for in order to, you know, to uh, uh, proselytize and to convert the people, we are going to, we are ready to kill. But when we come to our religion and we understand it's for peace, meaning from where you are to go to peace, there is a struggle. And this struggle is intimate. Deal with your own violence. Deal with your own injustice. And sometimes you are unfair with your own self. So this is for peace mean you have to struggle to get it. It's an ideal. It's not a given. So that's something which is important. And this is why, you know, I, I had a, a, a difficult discussion with Hitchens uh, before he died. And, and he was very much against Islam and saying, you know, Islam is a, a religion promoting war. I'm saying it's not promoting war and it's not of peace. It's for peace, meaning we have to go from war to peace because uh, it's easy to uh, create spaces and, and conflicts. It's much more difficult to promote peace. And if you if you want to promote peace, you have to be for justice because it's true. It's as simple as this, and it's true with your own self. You are not just with yourself. You will not get intimate peace. You are not just with the people. You are not going to spread peace around you. I, I certainly agree with that. <clears throat> and, 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 and that makes sense. When somebody says that 
that it's a religion of 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 war couldn't that be said of 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 just if you're taking the literal translation trans if if you're reading the holy books of any group and taking that directly couldn't you say that about most groups all the spiritual books all the teachings they are dealing because they are dealing with human being in fact human being it's a being of war that's the reality of it. We are at war sometimes with our own self and with our neighbor and with our uh, uh, neighbor countries. That's the reality of it. Peace, it's about education. It's not a given for human being. It's not a given. Not spiritually. We are in tension from the very beginning. From the very beginning, we came to this world suffering and crying not at peace with the environment, trying to find a way to survive. That's the biological reality. Now, when it comes to our reality, say, okay, if you want to say of peace, don't speak about humanity, speak about angels. But if you take yourself as an angel, you are going to be a monster, uh, the evil, uh, so to speak, because that that's beyond our reach. So I, I would say here that it's all about this. So, let us start with this. All the religious teachings start with the reality. Be realistic in the way you deal with human being and even with your own text. There is not a single spiritual book not talking about tensions and wars and 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 difficulties and and and, and ordeals and tests. Uh, so so that's the very beginning of everything. And so so you know when when the you know people atheists and people who want who want to criticize religions they they start by saying oh you are promoting peace and you do exactly the opposite uh, and and we respond in a very idealistic way you know we are we as christians and as muslims and as jews we are promoting spiritual values true but real life is something else so don't confuse between your ideals and the daily life of your people. Is that where some of the conflict lies with, and I don't want to use incorrect terms, but people who say, nope, this is how it's going to be and take a more dictatorial approach versus, yeah, but we live in the real world and we want to be for peace and be realistic. Is that hmm. one of the dividing lines? Yes, it could be. It's one of them. There are many, but this is one of them. And I, and I think that, you know, when you come to our common humanity, you and me, whatever the people say, we are brothers in humanity. And this is the starting point of everything. Meaning by this, that we are from the same family. We are coming from the same source and we are going the same way. Whatever where you are going and I am going at the end of the day, is going to be the same the same end starting with this we have to rely on some common principles and the common principles is okay let's us be clear about the fact that we are brothers and sisters in humanity and we are promoting peace as an ideal but for this we need to promote justice and we have to do to, 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 to we have to promote some principles about you know we are equal in humanity but there is something which is unacceptable. Dictatorship, by definition, it's unacceptable. Supporting oppressors, by definition, is unacceptable. There are some principles on which, you know, when I talk to people, they agree. And, and your first question was, you know, uh, uh, straight to the point, which is, are all the people agreeing with what you are saying? No, no, of course. But uh, crossing the line, 
meet, meaning, meeting with Christians and Jews and and uh, atheists and Buddhists and, and Hindus, I found many people agreeing because they have the same understanding. And I think that if we want to build a world based on this ideal for peace, we have to stop being the silent majority. Because that's that's you know these people who are dictators or who are who wants to impose or they want to impose you know uh, 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 systems that are based on oppression and literalist understanding of religions. These people are very vocal, and our problem is our silence and sometimes our lack of courage. And you know, I'm a teacher. I, I you know, I'm used to say uh, there are many things that I was able to teach. There is one that I was unable to teach, which is courage. So, so just be courageous with your own principles and promote them. Because, and to be courageous is not to be crazy. To be courageous is just to be faithful to your principles and trying your best with wisdom, patience, and determination. That's something that I've been spending a good amount of time thinking about personally is is the idea of courage and then the practice of it and mm -hmm. easy to think that i'm a courageous person but when the rubber meets the road do my actions actually demonstrate that i've been a courageous person when i see things and i don't say things when i mm -hmm. am that silent majority um and here in the united states a lot of it was talking about covid just different issues with 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 COVID and what's right and what's 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 wrong and things like that. Um, so, why why are people silent? Uh, for many reasons, and I I, I would highlight uh, two positive and one negative. The first positive, very quickly, is that they think that their voice doesn't count. So it's as if, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm, you know, uh, uh, I'm not going to change anything. So feeling helpless, they keep silent because they think that nothing is going to change. And this is a lack of spiritual understanding. John Paul II said something which was very powerful, saying, if you change, if you remove the suffering of one man, human being on the world, then the world is better. And you have this philosophy, what is called the philosophy of the colibri, which is a, 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 a bird saying, going to a fire and trying with a, a, just a spot to try to uh, remove it is not going to change anything. And and some, you know, and uh, 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 you can ask, why are you doing this? It's not going to change. So I'm doing my part. I'm just tr trying to do. So I think it's not a question of quantity. It's not a question of result. It's a question of principle. And, and it's positive to think that, you know, with humility, I'm not going to change the world. That's fine. But by doing this, you may not change the world. You change yourself. And changing yourself means you change the world because you are the world in in fact, if you, you get to this. this. So this is one. The second is the people are silent because uh, there is also something which is always thinking that I like, I, I lack the knowledge. I don't get the knowledge. I don't know. So because I don't know, it's very complex. And you know, this uh, hyper power and this, you know, uh, uh, networks today and, 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 and all what we have now, this technology, uh, uh, make you think that, oh, 
I don't know what is happening and I don't know what. And because we don't know, our ignorance could justify our silence. And I think that, no, you know what you know, and there are things that you know. You can't say that, for example, you don't know what is happening to migrants. You don't know what is happening for some, for example, in the United States of America and the way some black people and racism and discrimination and some, you know, corrupt people are running this, uh, some companies and, 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 and some, you know, organizations. You know this. So at least say what you can relying on what you know, and you know enough to be able to say. So it's positive to think that you are not knowledgeable on everything, but this cannot justify your silence on what you know. And the last, which is very negative is, and this is where we have to tell the people, it's just, we don't want to get out of our comfort zone. Okay, yeah, I don't want problems. I, I'm, I'm happy like this. And of course the world is bad and people are, and they are victims. And, but, but that's it. So, so the point is just, uh, I. Uh, it's a kind of selfish positioning within the world. So because uh, uh, I want to, to, you know, to protect my family and myself, I don't want problems. I don't want to, you know, there is something in our modern time, which is something which is coming also from the spiritual teachings that we had in all the philosophies and spiritualities, the sense of sacrifice. You know, give something from yourself. So, so, so give something. And what you are giving outside your family is helping your family symbolically and spirituality. If you don't, if you don't get this, it's a problem. So there are three main reasons I would say that we have to uh, consider. It might be, of course, I, I would say there are many, but at least if these three are essential. I think that that makes a lot of sense. And I love the, the metaphor about just putting out a small part of a, of a fire feel like you're maybe not doing anything, but what jumped into my head was, well, if everybody was also doing that, then it would have a really dramatic impact. True. True. Yeah, true. Exactly. So, so I think that, you know, it's the, 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 the counter argument to the people is that if I do this, nothing is going to change. But if we are millions thinking uh, the same way, it's going to, to have a huge uh, change in our world. And, and, and this is what we are hel helping. Just remember that the friends of your friends means millions of friends. So uh, don't get this capitalistic mindset, which is, oh, it's all about quantity. No, it's about quality. And the starting point is do what you have to do and, and, and be faithful. Just be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, at least I'm consistent or I'm trying to be. That is well said. Are you hopeful for the future? I'm, 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 I'm. You know, once again, if you look at the world the way it is, it's very easy to be pessimistic. But you know what? As we were talking about courage, the courage of being optimistic today, the courage of being optimistic, meaning if I'm courageous enough to say things good are going to, to come, and it depends on the way I'm going to behave. It depends on my friends. It depends on the way I'm dealing with my neighbor. It depends on the fact that in my street, I will never, ever leave someone without, you know, uh, justice or being unfairly treated in my uh, neighborhood. And, and thinking that, yes, we need national movements of local initiatives and the local initiatives, it's me in my home, in my, uh, uh, with my neighbors that's the so i'm 
am, yes, I am, I am uh, uh, courageously optimistic or trying to be so. <laughs> Love it. Well, Tarek, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Well, you know, I'm on, on social media everywhere and, and, and I'm giving uh, lectures uh, every month on media. I'm trying to do things that it's, uh, you know, following this philosophy, meaning reaching out to people, sharing views and and and, and thoughts and, and concerns. Uh, and this is the starting point of uh, uh, brotherhood and sisterhood. If you are my sister and my brother in humanity, share and do whatever you can with what you have been given. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Tarek your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can find him on social media and other places on the internet, which I'll certainly list in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Tarek. Thank you so much for inviting me again. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.